This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the 606 Media Studios, this is the TCSF Podcast with Big Z. That's right, right, right. We're going to have Ivan come on the show a little later, and he's going to be talking bears. Ivan Vargas from the tape Never Lie. So that is, you, you want, you're going to want to come and listen to this. Um, even if you, you stop listening for a little bit and come back to this uh, this episode, I'm going to tell you right now, he is going to go off and going to give you such good insight. And uh, he's going to give you that frustration, just like everybody else that was watching at home, watching this game. Tons of frustration. And he's going to give you some great points. Episode 161 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to GritClothingCo.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts now. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. And if this is your first time or you're a long-time listener, please remember, remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app. It doesn't cost you anything. Just scroll to the bottom and hit the five stars and then tell us how much you like the show. It really helps us out. It doesn't cost you a thing. And uh, it shoots up, uh, up, us up the charts, and it, it really helps us out. So uh, you can also find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. Uh, you can find us on IG at True Chicago Sports Fans, 606 Media Group, and Big Z underscore 606 Media Group. Uh, hit us up on the DMs if you want to talk about uh, the Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Sky, um, Blackhawks, whatever you want to talk about. You know, we got you got a food recommendation? Hit me, hit me up. Hit me up. All right. So don't forget, you can support the show with the monthly subscription at anchor.fm backslash True Chicago Sports, Sports Fans. Go over there and click on the support button, and you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month. How's everybody's week going? I mean, the temperature's changing. It's nice and cold in the morning. It warms up. It's, I, I love this weather. You know, wake up to 50 degrees, got a hoodie on, got some shorts on. And then, you know, it's about midday. It's about 75. Take off that hoodie. Do what you got to do. And then you get to sleep again in 45 degree, 50 degree weather. It's perfect. It is perfect for me. This is, I love this weather. But uh, let's see. What, what did I do this week? Um, I went bowling. Uh, week one, week two. I, I didn't do too good. I didn't do too good. I didn't even want to talk about it. First two games were horrible. Third game was okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just I, I, I wasn't in it. my my mentality wasn't in it. I don't know. Really, we don't know what was going on with me that day. Um, other than that, just watching tons of sports, tons of sports. Um, you know, White Sox games are in the background while I'm doing other stuff. But um, it was mom's birthday. Yeah, mom's birthday. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. This past Saturday, I uh, had a little get together over there and um, had some good food. Obviously, you know, if you know my mom, there's a Puerto Rican rice, the best. Um, and um, you know, just hung out with family, has had some, you know, throw, throw back some uh, cold ones and had a good time. You know, not too late, not too crazy. Um, but um, you know, it's it's just been crazy with the you know the new job, time change, uh, getting used to waking up early. Um, so that, that's, that's also an adjustment and finding the ways to stay energized throughout the day. So, um, but that's it for me. I mean, literally, that's all I've been doing. It's kind of been a, a, a boring week. Um, 
they hanging out just watching a lot of sports. All right, let's get to the episode. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Cubs. They failed to win in Arizona, costing them such a lead. Now they only have a half-game lead in the wild card. Will they fall out of contention? Hmm, I don't know. They're sliding. The White Sox are trying not to lose 100 games. Yeah, you heard that right. They're trying not to lose 100 games. I think they will. And uh, three and out. You know, it's O and two Bears. Yes, O and two Bears. And has Chicago turned on, on Justin Fields? Is his time numbered? Is, is, is his time here with Chicago numbered? Does he have a clock, you know, counting down on long, how long he's going to be here or starting or playing? Um, what is he, Weber Flues, calling on defense? This is the, one of the best defensive coaches, right? Mm, I don't know. All that and much more with stirring a pot and what you looking at. So let's go. Let's talk baseball in three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. Oh boy, cubby cubbies. Go Cubs, go. Um, yeah. So seventy-eight and seventy-two. So six games above five hundred. Um, they're now six games out of first place with a half-game lead in the wild card. Oh my goodness! Can I? I can't believe they could not win. Out there in Arizona, they could not catch a break and win any games. Hey, Cub fans, I, I'm actually rooting for you guys to get, get into the playoffs. I need you guys to stick it to White Sox fans. I'm sorry. My White Sox fans are like, oh, you shouldn't be cheering for the Cubs. I don't give a fuck. You need Chicago teams to do something fucking special. This city is thirsty for a good team. Super thirsty. Jesus, the Cubs were at the Rockies and they won one game yeah the Rockies won the last two games and then they lost to Arizona three games it's a five game losing streak that is no bueno no bueno not at all I know Stroman is coming back he's already said he will take any excuse me he will take any role that the Cubs give them oh no shit Sherlock no shit I, I really think that him pitching in the, the the WBC Classic literally tired him out a little earlier than he should have been. Um, I mean, but you can't tell him no. They're playing for the country, so you know this. You know, cost reward. It's a toss up. It's a very good toss up. Well, the the Cubs got the Pirates for the next three days at home. Um, yeah, they play tomorrow at six forty against the Pirates. The Pirates are playing spoiler. They don't give a fuck. The Pirates are at the bottom or near the bottom next to the Cardinals. I mean, they're only 10 games out, but uh, 10 games under 500, but they're playing spoiler. That is their job. They're 14 and a half games out. They know they ain't going to the playoffs, but they're playing 500 ball. The Cubs are two and eight in their last 10. Six and a half games back behind, behind the Brewers. What is there? How many games left? It looks like 11, right? Two, four, eight. They have 12 games. 12 games to make up six and a half with the last three being against the Brewers. I don't know. I don't think they get this division. I'm going to tell you straight up. They do not get this division. They can sweep the Pirates. They can sweep the Rockies. You ain't you ain't sweeping the Braves and you're not sweeping the Brewers. I, I just don't know what to tell you, Cup fans. 
you're gonna have to sneak into the back door into into the wild card and, and fight it out that way and even then i don't think you have enough to win a series the way you're playing right now the way you were playing in august 100 percent complete team that will upset anybody but this team in september that's been playing like this for the past two weeks no way in hell no way in hell and i know you guys called up uh pca he made two spectacular catches on his first day you got nikki two strikes playing phenomenal at third base morale's playing good i mean you've got a lot of pieces that are doing well but what i'm saying right now is like you're scoring a lot of runs you're scoring six runs four runs three runs five runs you should be winning these games the fact that the bullpen is giving it up. And that's all that's I've always said since the beginning of the year. You don't have after one, two, or after three, you don't have any starting pitching and your bullpen's shaking. I said that all year. And it's coming to fruition. And I'm not trying to, you know, be negative. I, I, I don't want the Cubs to do this bad. Unfortunately, the Cubs are doing way better than the White Sox, and it stings a little bit. It really does. But my team's been out of it for a while, so I'm already numb and healed by now. What will the Cubs do? What do they need to do to get back on track? Right? How do we get Steele to dominate again? How do we get Hendricks to pitch better? Old man Hendricks. Right? Who do you have? Wick? Is another tie-on? Wazeski? Smiley? Boxenberger? You know, we need some of these guys not to give up so many runs. It's 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 frustrating. I mean, the other day, you know, you lost four to six against the Diamondbacks. You had Justin Steele. We went six innings, skipped seven hits, six hundred runs. He got hit. He got hit. Five strikeouts, two walks. And then you had Stroman who came in. Yeah, one hit, one walk, three strikeouts. You got to stretch him out a little bit. But Steele got hit. That's gonna happen. You're not gonna dominate all season. Look out for the Cubs to take, I say, two out of three from the Pirates. Get the I, I'm looking two out of three from the Pirates, starting with Tuesday's game. Uh, you've got to change that mantra of losing that first game and then chasing the, the rest of the series. You, you've got to go in there, kick down the door, and slap that dude in the face. You know, you got to be you got to be dominant. So tomorrow I'm expecting, or when you listen to today, I, I expect the Cubs to go in there and, uh, and, and just dominate. You've got to flip that switch. It's time to go and make this playoff push. All right, let's talk White Sox. This will be short and sweet. They continue to lose. Surprise, surprise. I I don't even know what to say much about this team anymore because they don't hustle. Now, the newest thing is that they're not running the way you used to. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, Moncada, they're not running hard anymore. And Pedro Falls like, oh, we're going to talk about it. They're not listening, bro. They are not listening to you. They tune you out. They are a 16-year-old boy just tuning his dad out. Yeah, 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 old man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you think you know everything. <laughs> 57 and 93 with 11 games left. They're going to lose 100 games. They're 22 games out of out of contention. They Obviously, they've been eliminated. Three and seven in the last ten. 
it's, it's disgusting the amount of talent that this team started with, and they're about to lose a hundred fucking games. A hundred games with this talent. Luis Robert just could have won MVP, but Otani dominated baseball for most of this. Mostly now that he got hurt, he has an oblique issue and he's got to get Tommy John. He can't pitch, hit, or run, so he's done. And cleared out his locker, so he, he's over. He's done with the A's, with the uh, Angels. I'm sorry, but Luis Robert, Jesus, you gotta be kidding me! Look at this: 262, 75 ribbies, 138 hits, 85 runs. What has he got? 30 something home runs. Like it's 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 nuts. It is nuts. What he has. I don't know. How many home runs does this kid have? Let's see. Oh, 36. Hmm. Hmm. 36 home runs. And if you would have kept Berger, who has 33 home runs. Yeah. The kid's had like 13 home runs since he's been traded. Way to go, Kenny. Way to fucking bomb that trade, too. There's nothing positive to say about this team. There really isn't anything positive to say about this team. They've already said they're keeping Griffo. Why? Hey, man, end of the season. Hey, here's your pink slip. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, it's not working out. It's you. It's not me. You know, Chris Getz, you, you gotta, you, you should not open your mouth saying they're going to keep Griffo, saying, oh, future players need to know who their manager is. No, they fucking don't. No, they fucking don't. You could have just just like the White Sox rushing to, to mediocrity. Oh, we're going to do an extensive search and then do internal hire. Chris Getz. Oh, we're going to look at managers, candidate, candidates. Oh, Tano Lerusa. They keep making the wrong moves and we I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. We all know what the problem is. It, it starts at the top. It starts with ownership. And I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. You already know what this is. But it's it's bad on the south side. So if you see a Sox fan, go over and give him a hug. Like I told you last week, go give go, go the week before, give, go give them a hug. They, they need it. All right, they definitely need a hug. The crotch rocket is, is on close to return. What does that mean? There's a lot of fucking games left. Who cares? Liam Hendricks had a fundraiser in which he had Pauly D as a performer, special ticket. I was cool. That's a pretty cool thing to do. But I'm pretty sure there's less than four to five thousand fans attending these games. I've got one game left to come to. I guess it's against the Padres on the 30th, September 30th, I believe. That's why I'm only going for the bobblehead, to be honest with you. Only going for the bobblehead and the food and the tailgate. But I'm not going there to watch the White Sox. I'm going there just to have a good time. Maybe a maybe a, a ball game will break out, but I'd highly doubt it. All right, just like that, the time has run out. Talking on the White Sox, it's time to go to commercial break, and we'll be right back with three and out with Ivan on the Tape Never Lies Network. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike, you're out. 
Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 15%, 
did they tie it? Or no, no, they brought it within three. Within three, yeah. Where they brought it, uh, where it was 20 to to 17, I believe, and they brought it within three. Those two drives, spectacular. Spectacular. Those two drives were exactly what the fuck we need to see as Chicago Bears fans. The only problem was is they had the first drive that was awesome, and then all the way until the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. they did absolutely shit. So, you know, looking at, if you want to go ahead and say that's a positive, well, those are two positives that I could think of, but they're very, like, it's not even fucking, (laughs) they're not even worth talking about half the time because of how bad, uh, uh, you know, the the team has been as a whole. You know, you you throw a pick six as you're trying to go down and win a football game. A final drive, something that we need to see that we haven't seen from Justin yet. A final drive where he takes him down and he wins the ball game. And he still haven't seen that. No, you literally had 52 oh, like, minutes of bad football and eight minutes of good football. Uh, you, like you said, that, that first drive was, was on point because it was a scripted 10, 10 15, 20 plays that they were, that were on there. That's why it was good. And in the end, a two-minute offense where he's not thinking, he's got to react and throw, react and throw, hey, roll out of the pocket. That's what he needs to do. Like you said, put him in position to use the, the skills that he has to be able to be successful. And like we talked about it last week where we said, hey, you've got to move DJ Moore just off off the end, put him in a slot, give him five, seven-yard fucking routes, dump the ball off to him, and let him do what he does, which is run. Let him do that. The fact that they want to make this quarterback a pocket quarterback annoys the shit out of me. You drafted him because he was good. At, at evading you draft him because he had a strong arm he's a big big boy six four two something he, he's not gonna get tackled easily use his physical things his physical attributes in the best position possible have him roll out he feels comfortable rolling out this was an issue when we had metro trubisky he was on point very accurate throwing on the run do that and and what was and what was done for for mitch nothing, nothing. no adjustment was made for mitch because somebody was married to his his scheme, his way, yeah. and that was that. Like that, that's all that was going to happen. So now we got a guy in Getzy, and I don't think Getzy's as bad as as Nagy, you know, was ego wise and and with his system and how he wants to do it. I just think that at, if you want to save your job, you need to fucking make the adjustments. And it's and it might be it might hurt your fucking feelings. It might make you feel like, man, you know, I want my plays because I draw them up. And I, you know, like, this is your job. This is your passion as an offensive corner. You want your plays to work. But, hey, man, you have a job to do. And your obligation is to win football games. Yes, sir. The Chicago Bears. And if you're not doing that, and if, you're, and if you think that being hung up on, oh, we have to do it this way because this is the way it has to work, then you're going to fucking be fired. You're gonna be out of here at the end of the year, and as of right now, all all every coordinator, every coach on that football team is on the fucking hot seat for me. Every single one, and I'm and I'm a guy willing to go head to head with with our guy GDP draft back and say, hey man, you gotta just give him a chance. Well, that's fine. He we all gave him a chance. This is week two of a new year. There's no more honeymoon. There's no more. Hey, you gotta give him a shot. No, you promise results. And the results are not there. How can I be patient when somebody sits there and tells me, this is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. And I don't see a fucking thing of that on the football field. 
not one thing has changed. It literally with those screenplays, you put Valus Jones on. They know he's a gadget guy. They know it's going to be a fucking screen pass. They just drop in coverage and just bomb the line. He's a jet sweep. He's yes. he, that's all he can do. Yes, jet sweep. You brought him in there as a receiver, and the fucking guy can only run one play. Mm-hmm. He can only run one play, jet sweep. And guess what? You fucking suck at it still. <laughs> you, it hasn't worked. It didn't work. Four years ago, it doesn't work right now. So whatever you're doing, execution-wise, scheme-wise, with that jet sweep, you're not, you're not that. You're not it. That's not it. Do something else. Yeah, I can't agree with you more on that. So I was looking up that stats, you know, comparing Trubisky's 27 first starts versus Fields. Uh, Trubisky has a higher completion rate at 63.2 versus Fields 59.9. Uh, Trubisky has 56. Uh, 5,644 passing yards. Uh, Field has 4,469. Rushing yards, obviously, we know Fields takes that uh, by a long shot, by 900 yards. 36 passing and uh, rushing touchdowns for Fields. 36 passing touchdowns and rushing by Trubisky. 31 turnovers by Fields. 26 by Mitch. 79.9, 79.7 passing rating for Fields. 83.6 for Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it all depends on it. Like, you got to look at it. Well, the way I look at it is that Mitch was able to drop the ball down in, into to his uh, running back, Montgomery, a lot. So there was a lot of that dinking and dumping uh, where you have to have someone able to catch it and go down the line and continue to get some right. yards for him. Right, but, the th- you know, the thing with Mitch, like, I saw I saw uh, uh, a load of stats right now with Justin Fields. It shows his yards. He has, like, 430-some yards, I believe. Yeah. Uh, one rushing touchdown, three interceptions. I think it was yeah, two passing touchdowns. So, two, two and then they went ahead yeah. and showed Burrow. They showed Burrow. They showed Mahomes. They showed Hurts. They showed, you know, the top quarterbacks are, and, their, and their stats right now. And they're all close. They yeah. all look eerily similar. The problem with Justin is, is that when you turn on the tape, and the tape never lies, but when you turn on the tape, there's glaring deficiencies with what he's doing process-wise. There's the, you, you. He holds the ball as if the first, like you're like as if you're supposed to go through each pro- process every single time. Sometimes if, if you see it open, you throw it. Fuck the rest of the pro, you know, you, you bust the, uh, the rest of your progressions. It's wide open right there. Yep. So do it. I think he's just a little. He's overthinking it. He's trying to be perfect, and it's it is to his detriment. He needs to see. If not for the team, for yourself, for your life, bro. This is your career we're talking about. You got to be able to get the ball out, and on top of that, you got to be able to get out of your drop back quicker. Oh, you yeah. got to be able to. Everything needs to be quicker with Justin because I feel like it's too le, too too, too extra days ago, yep. too nonchalant. And it, there needs to be a sense of urgency with with Justin Fields because, hey man, it could creep up on you in a minute, and then guess what? You're not QB one. You're not on, you're not on the roster, or you're not in the league. And I'm not saying Justin that's what's going to happen to him, but you will lose your damn job if you don't fix this. How long will the Bears put up with this type of performance with with the Chicago Bay, uh, you know playing for the Chicago Bears? This is week two. How long? Do, what's the what's the leash? How long is uh, you know game six, game eight, game ten before they put in the backup? You know, I don't think that because right now Nathan Peterman is the backup. I think that's just because they want Tyson Bajant to to have some uh, 
uh, time on the bench to, to learn, mm-hmm. learn the playbook, get a little bit more comfortable. You know, things that Justin should have been doing. Correct. You know what I mean? When he was when he was young. But, like, that's not that's neither here nor there. I don't think that he comes in unless it gets very bad. I'll say around... I'll say if it gets very bad around week nine, week ten, then you'll start. Then then you'll see him go. I really, I, I think then you'll see him go. Right now, they're going to go ahead and, and they're going to let Justin and they, as they should, let him go ahead and, and and continue to play out the games because you're you have to see if he turns if he if he makes a change. Right? Let's yeah. say he starts hitting these passes that we're all seeing. Then we go ahead and we reassess. Now we're now now we have to go ahead and reassess. Is Justin Fields able to do this now that he has and you know the, the rest of the season has played out and he has some, found some success? I just don't think you could go ahead and take this year and be like, you know what, screw it, we're going to go put the rookie in, we're going to try to win, and and that's that because you have you don't have the the, the infrastructure around the rookie quarterback. To do it, you don't have an inf- the infrastructure around your third-year quarterback to do it. So, what makes anybody think that Tyson Bajan or Nathan Peterman, God forbid, would be any better than Justin Fields? I just, I, I like I said, Justin has his faults and should be criticized definitely. But when you, you know, like there's half the time it's on Justin, half the time it's on his offensive line, half the time it's a shitty fucking, or, or the, and, and another part it. of the time it's a shitty play call. You know what I mean? There's too many halves, but you get what I'm talking about. No, you're, you're completely, you're right. You're right. This, and those yeah, are, yeah. you literally went out all my points. There's really no more, no good, but all, the only good I saw was more passes to, to DJ Moore and being able to target him and put him in different, different slots and move him around. Second, not enough though. Not enough. Not enough. Six, six, six targets. It's in, uh, six catches. That's embarrassing. He should have 15 catches. He's got to have minimum 15 catches. And, and, and he, and the thing is, is that, there's plays where he's wide open, bro, oh and my those God. are the play like like he could still eat, and that's why it's so frustrating with Justin because you like is it a lack of confidence in yourself? Is it a lack of confidence in the scheme? Is it a lack of confidence in the in, in the offensive line, or is it all of it? Are you just not confident in what you're seeing? Because if that's the case, then like I said, simplify the playbook. He's your best weapon. Uh, on offense, that's that. I mean, that, it, like, I I honestly believe that he's your your greatest weapon if he can just figure out how to settle himself down and just make the fucking throw. He, yeah, that's it. Make the throw. Don't ca- I don't care if you th- it, it, like. I care if you start throwing bad bad interceptions, but if you if you're trying to make a play and, and the ball ends up and the guy ends up making a play on it, I can live with it. Yeah, but that if you're like. Every day. You know, if you're not throwing these passes, if you're not throwing these passes, and then in the fourth quarter you're trying to force the ball to double coverage, that shit we can't live with. That shit we can't live with. The taking of the sacks, not throwing the football away when, oh you have, when you're out God. of the pocket. You have to be able to do these things. And I just feel like Justin, it, it, it's, like I said, he, he it, 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 when the play breaks down, he's looking to extend it. And right now he's not looking to extend it with his legs. No, he's looking to extend it through the air. Yeah, so it's like he's been handicapped. It, 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 yeah, it's it, you're handicapping yourself. But on top of that, you could see that you could see that it, there's there's some confusion with what he wants. What I think he wants to do and what they want him to do. Yeah, as a quarterback, hundred percent. Because it, it feels like it feels like Nagy two Yep. That year where it's like, oh yeah, Mitch is going to take the take the jump offense two Let's go. 
and it's fucking not there. It's dead on arrival. It's so uh, I, you know, I just I, I, the frustration with the the Bears. It, it, it's it's something that I just can't explain. I, I, I'm like I, the frustration is coming out. I just can't explain how a team, you know, as bad as the year as you, as you played, knowing that you haven't won. A game in over and almost over a year, knowing months. that you're you're supposed to take this step, knowing how big of a year this is, mm-hmm. you could be just so nonchalant about how bad your performance was going into the, into the season. You've had a whole off season, and you're just kind of like, yeah, it's a long season. We'll get no, 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 no it's you're not. getting your asses kicked just like you, you did last year, and it's only 18 games. And you're, and that's it, not including the playoffs. Yeah, well, even that, so we beat the season. we beat the Bucks last time we played them with Tom Brady at home. So yeah, the that, fourth down game. Yeah, the fourth, the fourth down, down game. The, the five you downs. You had different personnel. You had different personnel though. Like you had different personnel even then though. But regardless of that, you had the off or the defense. You were running the defense, and I'm talking about Matt Eberflus. You were running the defense. Your defense looked abysmal. Horrible. Why can't we get off the field on third down? There's third and nineteen. The first, the first third down in the first game of the uh, of the year. Third and I believe eighteen or nineteen. Oh no, no. Excuse me. I I I gotta back. I gotta go back. There was a third and thirteen against the Packers that they converted their first third down. Right. Mm -hmm. Guess what happens with the Bucks' first third down? Third and eighteen. Third and nineteen. Converted. Yep. Converted and wide ass open, wide ass open. And I'm talking about yards, yards. There's nobody in sight for fucking yards. That's undisciplined football. Guys don't seem to know their assignments. Guys, that guys don't seem to to, to to know what they're supposed to do at certain times. How do, how do they come up with no sex? No sex allowed. This guy threw for uh what three hundred and seventeen yards. Making him look like Tom Brady. We threw for 169. Yeah. That should be our our first quarter total, 169. This is embarrassing. The way the we have a defensive coach, and I know I said offensive last week, so I'm correcting myself, but it's a defensive coach, and you're allowing 437 total yards. There's no way in hell you're going to win giving up almost 500 yards and fucking three, four touchdowns a game. That's impossible. It can't, it can't happen. It can't happen. It can't. And if it does happen... You better have the offense to go ahead and fire away. Right. And you don't. You don't. And you don't. Every, I, I, I believe there were, um, I, I, I hope I don't get it wrong. Uh, there's a stat that says the Bears, you know, during this losing streak, all of them have been by like double digits. Like, all, are, are there, it's either all of them have been by double digits or they've their opponents have scored, you know, uh, 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 like double digits every single time. Like, it, it's just a ridiculous stat. Yeah. The, that, that, that. They've scored double digits yeah, every single. No, they scored double digits every time. They've lost right, by okay, three. They've lost by ten. They lost by seven. But every every team they've played against has put up uh, at least about. If I can look, I'm looking back at least twenty points on the Bears. I'm looking back. It's right. at least minimum twenty points on the Bears. Right at the minimum, at yeah. the minimum you're getting twenty. So you know, thinking about that going into going into a game against Kansas City. <laughs> you're giving up. You're giving up. 
You know, yeah, you're, you're giving up 20-something points about uh, uh, the le- at the least. To bad offenses. Game. To bad offenses. To bad offenses. To a lot of to, to offenses that aren't the caliber. I just, you know, I'm going, in, I'm going into this week and there's no, I don't see a turnaround. I no. see, I, I, what I think is going to happen, mm-hmm. right? What I think is going to happen is that they're going to, they're not firing anybody. Okay, I, if they fire somebody midseason, I would be shocked. No, they won't Lord. do that. They won't do that because that's that's just what they do. They don't do that. That's not what they do. They don't do that. They're not. They're not. They don't want to be meanies. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be meanies. So you can't go ahead and tell a guy, "Hey, man, you're not doing your job. You know, uh, it's not working. You got to go." You won't do that. So we have to live through this shit. You can't even start the process until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a new head coach. Looking for, you know, it, it, like you can't even begin the process because they won't fire anybody in this in midseason. It's not going to happen. So we're going to have to eat this shit. If it, if it doesn't get better, imagine you're going to have to eat this season. Wait for George to go give another half-ass speech. Yep. At the end of the year about how everybody's upset at Hallis Hall and we're dedicated to making the Bears great again. But you're not fucking doing it. It, it, like the, the the common denominator is you. The common denominator is the uh, is the owners. The owner, like, like we, we talked. And it's not just their fault. It's not their fault. No, but they hired but everybody the backwards. That, they hired they hired exactly. a coach first, and then the GM, and then the president. And like they hired everybody backwards. Exactly. They don't. They, it doesn't make sense to what whoever they're talking, Bill Polian, or uh, you know whoever the fuck they're talking to. I don't know if they're leading them astray or not. Because, uh, but it, it's just not working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just not working. You need to get different voices in that building. And we've said it, I've said it already, you know, a, a lot. And we said it on the tape, never lies. Phil and Shane have said it so many times. There needs to be new voices, but it's, it's, it's a complete overhaul. It needs to be a complete change with your mentality. You got to get a hardball. You got to get a Gruden. Yeah. You got to get a, a, somebody who's who's an alpha male in there, an alpha male who's been there, mm-hmm. and isn't going to take any fucking shit. Davis, you fumbled two footballs. You're on the fucking bench, and you're and you're going to get cut. Uh, 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 Chase, uh, Chase Claypool. You can't don't want to fucking block nobody. Well. Fucking block that water bottle on the bench. That's like, and I don't need him to do it. I don't need him to do it in the presser. I don't need him to, to berate and like talk shit to him in the presser. But behind closed doors, the shit just needs to be done. It just needs to be done, and it's not being done. It's not being done. They went ahead and had a conversation with Chase, and all of a sudden, Chase Claypool is having a, his best week of practice ever. Oh my You're god! You're a professional athlete. You're a professional athlete. You you don't you're not getting up for this shit. When I when if you can't get <laughs> if you can't get up for football, Jose, if you can't get up for football, your ass doesn't belong on the field. Uh, when the play, uh, I don't know who was uh, calling the, the Bears game because uh, it was pretty loud, so I don't remember. But he said, "Oh, Chase Claypool's having a great game. Three receptions, thirty six yards." I was like. That is like bottom of the barrel receivers. You wouldn't even put that motherfucker on your fantasy team. Three receptions and 36 yards and one touchdown. Like that's. 
<laughs> he did that because, like you said, they had a they had a conversation with him and said, "Hey, you need to block better. You need to run your routes. You can't just walk through." Because that's what he did. I looked at the tape from the Green Bay game. He was literally walking through his his progressions, uh, his routes. And okay, he wants to get another paycheck. That's all he gives a shit about. He does not give a shit about this team. He doesn't give a shit about football. He just wants he wants the money and the notoriety. And that's all he wants. He reminds me of Yoan Mankata. I'm just gonna go through the motions because this money's guaranteed. And I'm just gonna do it because if not, I'll get fined. Yeah, no, I I I can see it. I can see that. Like I don't get I don't get the attitude of Justin like, like instantly. Like you were you had all this time. You know, off season wise, to, to show us, and then you just don't show up, and now it, it, you know, oh, all it took was a little, a little talking to, like, really, mm-hmm. really, what, do you, what about the rest of the time? Were you not listening the rest of the time, or, or were you just shocked that you weren't able to just go out there and ball out like you probably have been for you know your, your whole life? Like you can just show up and go. I don't think that. I, I, I honestly think that the, the reality of you know. Getting older, it's kind of it's kind of being realized by Chase Claypool. I just don't get why he doesn't want to put in the extra effort to to keep you know his talent. It, it, I just don't get it. Like he's he's the softest, biggest fucking dude out there. Hundred percent. How long does does this experiment last? Because I know we're, we're all like you're 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 comparing him to the number thirty two pick, which we could have spent on offensive line, defensive line. We could have spent it where we we needed it. But how long does this experiment last? One, two weeks. The experiment, the experiment with with, with um, Claypool. With Claypool, you know, I if he if he just does his job, mm-hmm. he'll be here. If he just does his job, he'll he'll be here. The thing is, is that like, you know, it's gonna be. I feel like he will. He'll do. Just enough to to not get not get cut, not get not get released, not yeah. get traded. Yeah, I think he'll do just enough. I have no confidence right now in this team. I, I just I no. even with Justin, like I'm I'm one of the biggest fans of Justin, and I'm like just like you you have to be able to make these throws, Justin. Like there's no make there's no excuses for not throwing the ball. None at there's all. There's no excuse. You, you, what's going to happen is DJ Moore is going to get really fucking pissed off that he's not getting the ball. Because as you've seen, like, when Justin was rolling to the right and just staring down the three receivers on the right and still missed them, DJ Moore's wide open on the flat over here on the left-hand side, and he's got his hands on his hip like, dude, what the fuck? No one's around me. I'm wide open. And he, you're going to have a disgruntled DJ Moore, and he, guess what? He's not going to run his routes. He's not going to block. And now you just started a snowball of, of a mutiny. This guy's not giving me the ball. I'm the highest paid receiver. I'm the number one. I should be getting every fucking look first. Every single play should be a look to him. If it's not a fucking uh, a dink that lets him run, it's a five-yard pass, a seven-yard slant. It's a fucking go. There's got to be more plays where you design a play like every fucking quarter. Give him one or two goals. Just fucking go and just throw it up there and let's see if he can catch it because you know what? We can't do anything else besides a fucking screen pass that is that's failed, and we're not running the ball with the fucking rookie who's a fucking amazing. Yeah, he goes he goes off for thirty yards, and then you don't fucking see you don't hear about him again. You take him out, and, and you want to go back to you want to go back to your game. It's the same with Nagy. Mm-hmm. It's like 
I agree 100%. And guess what? If, if Josh is not the dude, there's and they might get the number one and the number one two or number two pick because yep. Carolina, Carolina yep. is not going to be a winning team. You might get the best quarterback. Was it Caleb Williams out of uh, USC? And then you, you can get one of the best receivers out there. Uh, man, yeah. I mean, it, like this you quarter really class, could, quarterback you could class set is deep. Yourself up, yeah, you could set yourself up very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. If, if you get and it's still a long shot. And I don't want to see him go three and three and what I don't want to see it again. I don't. I don't care for the Bears to be in the top ten. Yeah. I, I honestly, right now, I really fucking don't because you're telling me that we're gonna be we're gonna watch another season where you're gonna probably lose ten games in a row, possibly again, or, or you just keep this this losing streak going for another seven weeks. It's gonna go on. Weeks. It's gonna go on for a couple more you're weeks. Gonna, Looking at the schedule, I don't, don't see a win realistically now until week seven or week eight. I mean, after week no, week seven or no, no, after week nine, week nine. I'm sorry, week against nine. Against who? It, it, there's there. Uh, week nine, I think, is against um, the Panthers. Three, four, five, six, seven, oh, the Saints, eight. The Saints, the Saints. Yeah, it's the Saints so and then the Panthers. It's the Saints and the yeah. Panthers, and they're, right now they're it's twelve. The I'm sorry, correction, thirteen to six. Uh, Saints right now. It is a fucking slow fest. Exactly. Exactly. So those are the two teams that I targeted, seeing that uh, that that are possibly wins. Back to back wins. And and honestly, there was about three or four wins I had. I, I had them with about seven. Realistically, seven. That's what I had. So I was thinking about maybe one or two wins in the first in those first eight weeks. Three wins in those first eight weeks, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the season you get about you know two, three. Maybe you get lucky and get get a fourth, uh, but. No, you no, don't see them beating that. anybody none at this point. Is, none of that is, is none of that is realistic. The, the initial, the win, the wins. Like I said, the ones that I think that they could win with the Saints and the Panthers. Those are six weeks away, mm-hmm. seven weeks away, seven weeks. You could go without a fucking win. That's insane. so that'll that'll if they don't if they go eight weeks right if they go another eight weeks. There would be twenty losses in a row. Yep, they'll, they'll set the they'll set the uh, franchise record. I mean, or the NFL record. They, are, for they that. already have the franchise record. Yeah, that would be the NFL record at this point. Yeah, it's it's a sad state right now. I'm. If you want me to give you a silver lining, I can't. No, I can't. No, the, I there can't. has to be major changes, and I think a lot of the changes with Justin Fields is give him a, a, a you know in practice he's got to have a timer, and it's got to be like you've got to get this ball out in less than two seconds. If it's less than two, if it's more than two seconds, blow the whistle, run the fucking play again, over and over, and drill that shit into him that he needs to get that ball out within two seconds. Because your offensive line is shit, and you need to make one decision, maybe two, on the line. Is he open? No. Move the next side. Open? No. Run. That's it. Those are your options. One, two. Okay. Okay. Run. Bye. You've got to use your legs at this point, and because you're not making the progressions, you're not reading the defense. Your audibles. 
I see him make a couple audibles, and I'm like, mm, yeah, not the right call. But what I'm looking at next week against the Chiefs, we might see their backups in the after halftime. That's how big of a blowout I expect the Chiefs. I I, I believe it'll be it should be like 48 to the 10 or something. The, yeah, 50 uh, burger. It might be a 50 I, burger. I could see it. That's the thing. I could I could see it. The thing is, I could see it. Nagy want to you know Nagy Mahomes. They, they would want to push put it on you. They're gonna want to put it on you, bro. Like the Chiefs aren't gonna stop scoring. Oh no. The Chiefs won't stop scoring. They'll keep scoring on you. And look, so be it. Like, if that's the case, so be it. Because I know exactly where this season will be headed. I could go ahead and, and like, ease back on my, on my anger and, and frustration. And I could go ahead and start talking about uh, 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 things in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do that, though. I don't want to do that. It's too early. Times we've done it, and it's 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 way too early for this shit. Yeah, it's way too early. So I don't know, man. I don't know where where the 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 the, the next win comes from. I don't know. Yeah, I don't see any wins. Like, obviously, there's no need to preview the Chiefs and Bears because we all know what's expected. Um, they can play with their second stringers and still whoop the shit out of us. Uh, you got the Broncos with uh, – you have the certainty with the head coach, uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, but you still have tons of talent out there. So that's going to be a loss. Uh, Ron Rivera's commanders, they play hard. Their defense is great. They're not going to fuck around. Uh, the Vikings can outscore us. The Raiders play good, pretty good defense. The Chargers are all scorers. The Saints and the Panthers, like you said, are the two wins that you're like, hmm, they really can do it. But David Carr, David Carr can, can can play football if he doesn't have any pressure in the pocket. When he has pressure in the pocket, he, he's he folds like a you know origami or a bunch of a deck of cards. But we don't have that. We don't have any pressure on a quarterback. So I don't see them beating the Saints either. Yeah. I- it's so frustrating, bro. So, so frustrating. I don't know. What else. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just got to watch the games and see what happens, I guess. All right. What's your prediction for the Chiefs and Bears before we get out of here? All right. Um, Chiefs, obviously, but give me uh, Chiefs. Chiefs, 42. Bears, I'll go ahead and give them. I'll go give them twenty. Wow! I'll give them twenty because I feel like they're going to go ahead and find some. They'll find some garbage time touchdowns, and, and and you know they'll get lucky here and there on, on the Chiefs' defense. But I don't think, I don't think it's going to be you know. Oh wow, they scored. It's, it's not going to be. Oh wow, they scored twenty. It's going to be like oh yeah, and the Bears had twenty points just like with the Green Bay game. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, brother. I am going to let you back uh, to doing what you're doing. Uh, thanks for phoning in. Uh, you know, you can find Ivan on the Tape Never Lies podcast uh, on all uh, social medias. And uh, what's your uh, X or Twitter, whatever? <laughs> yeah, you can find me uh, Ivan V underscore TTNL on uh, X. Yeah, while well, it's still free. Because uh, <laughs> he's about to start charging <laughs> motherfuckers for it. All right, right, Ivan, uh, we'll talk to you next week after another uh, Bears loss against the Chiefs, and uh, I'll give you another 30 minutes of going off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, take care. All right. Later. Later. All right, y'all, that was Ivan Vargas from The Tape Never Lies. 
you know, he's very passionate. He's very passionate. You know, I, I, I'm letting him give it, I give him his time and I'm letting him do what he has to do. Um, we had a lot of points to cover and he literally just rent through his rant and covered all my points. There was nothing, nothing to talk about, you know, DJ Moore got a little bit more reception. So he's got to get more than that. Fields holding the ball too long, not seeing his opening receivers, overthrowing, uh, um, our tight end. And the, and you know, for me, the third down was the ugly it was a play play calling. Stop calling those, those those screens and jet, and jet plays and all this shit. Just put them in shotgun. Let them, let them go. You know, put them in eye formation if you have to. Fuck it. Run the ball. Run the fucking ball. Hold on to the ball for longer than longer than three and out, man. You've got to get some yards. And you know what? And, and at this point, if this team doesn't produce, they might sell some of these pieces off and get more draft picks. And then we're at another rebuild. It's just sad to be talking so bad about the bears after week two when these two first games should have been wins it's as simple as that they should have been wins all right everybody we'll be right back with stirring the pot after word from our sponsors Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. What up? It's Martin Moreno and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with Big Z. Oh my God, I know you probably need a drink after hearing all that Bears news because I know I do. I definitely knew. Uh, so you know what that time it is. Yeah, it's that time again. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, so week two, and I I did put Steven in charge of posting this last week. So a video of the um, Tic Tac uh, shot. I'm uh, pretty sure he failed. I'll do that this week. I'll, I'll put the Tic Tac uh, video up there of us taking that shot. This week, I was over at Hawkeyes, and uh, I was watching the game out there. And they had a, uh, what was that? It was a Mexican candy shot. Now, I don't know what's in it. I forgot to ask, but I know there was tequila in it. Um, and it was kind of sweet. It was kind of red. So I don't know what they put in it. It was like some kind of fruit punch or something. And it had chamoy on the outside and tahine. Um, and you, you lick the tahine and the chamoy, and then you take the shot. And it was a good shot. It's a little sweet for my taste. But the flavor was really, really good. Really good. So um, go out there. The Hawkeyes have that uh, Mexican candy shot. I recommend it. I wouldn't drink that all day. I would have one. Start off, the, start off your night with, with that and then drink your regular drink. Um, but I want to know, what, what is your favorite shot? What is your favorite shot to take? Are you drinking straight whiskey, straight tequila, straight tot, uh, uh, vodka? Are you a gold schlager? Are you a uh, 
what is that called? Uh, are you a Vegas bomb? Are you a, vo- a bomb girl or, uh, or a boy? Are you a Bacardi uh, O-bomb? You know? Or what is the, uh, oh, what is that called? Like, oh, Vegas car bomb? What, what is your shot to take? Let me know. I'll take some recommendations. Hit me up on the DMs. You know where they're at. I don't got to keep repeating them. All right, before we go, what you looking at, what you watching that isn't sports, and I don't got anybody to, co- to conversate with at this for this segment, no Steven, no Sean, um, so I am going to just literally just recap winning time. This started as such a promising show, uh, talking about the rise of the Lakers with Magic Johnson, and then you also had Larry Bird with the, with the Celtics on his rise. And you know Red Albark, uh, and, and you know, you had everybody Jerry uh, Jerry Bus and 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 the logo and Will Chamberlain. Not Will Chamberlain. No, <laughs> Will Chamberlain. Um, you had everybody with the Lakers coming up and their stories and so forth. The coaching uh, change with Pat Riley, and it was starting to get good for the second season. And I just watched the latest episode. And they literally just fucking wrapped it up after they go to the finals. And they just wrapped it like, oh, yeah. And the Lakers and Boston, you know, traded championships for the rest of the 80s until another team came along. Oh, yeah. Magic had got HIV. Oh, yeah. Magic and and Bird became friends. Yeah. Pat Riley, uh, one of the most successful coaches, won some more championships with another team. What a crock of shit in canceling that show. I know there's a writer's strike. Put it on hiatus. Put it on hiatus. What a crock of shit. Of can- HBO's been doing some bullshit with their programming. Straight bullshit with their programming. You know, uh, if if it wasn't for me, <laughs> be able to rewatch Sopranos and Bullwalk Empire, and and then you can also the the DC Library. Which you know, I just stick to the Batman stuff. But like your, <laughs> what the fuck is HBO doing? Oh no, they took Westworld off HBO. They, uh, I guess they they shipped it out to Tubi or something like that. What in the fuck? I, I, I <laughs> HBO's on my fucking last nerves. And at this point, I wanted to cancel Netflix. I might end up catching uh, canceling HBO. Man, fuck this shit. I'm I'm sick of uh, them not listening to the fans and of, of people who are are dedicated watchers to some shows. <sighs> anyways, anyways. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to our sponsor, Six O Media, Six O Six Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Great Clo- Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to GreatClothingCo.com and get your official TCSF podcast T-shirt. Search for the keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TrueFan15 at the checkout for fifteen percent off. <laughs> Sorry, your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts now. Check out the other show on a 606 Media lineup. It is the No Water on the Weekend with Stephen and Sean. It's a pop culture forward podcast that dabbles in funny, trivial film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes every Monday. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, and Serious Beats and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out Panic on a Beat for your moment merch and gear. And you know where to find us on social media. I've said that all episode, so I don't got to repeat them anymore. 
All right, y'all. I am Big Z. We'll see you next time for episode 162. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Oh, my goodness! Didn't see that coming! I'm deep. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke. I'll eat that poppers. Thanks, Cubs.